So welcome everyone to Hale Ho'onani, which means house of praise in Hawaiian. And this whole month of November, we're going to be preparing for Thanksgiving. And today we're going to map out your friend zone versus your relationship zone so that you can have a peaceful Thanksgiving with friends and family. So let's go ahead. Let's do our round of hellos. If you could just please unmute and say hello, your name and where you're located. Hello to everyone. Hey, Pastor Vicki and everyone else. This is Catherine from Georgia. Yes, uh, Thomas in Charlotte, North Carolina. Morning, everybody. It's Michelle from Oregon. Hello, everybody. Kami uh, Brewer from Ohio. Good afternoon, Sophia, right outside Boston. Hey, Mary, you want to say hi real quick? Hi, everybody. It's from Irvine, California. Okay, cool. Awesome. So let's just jump right into it and let's start our opening prayer. So if you could just go ahead and close your eyes. And go ahead and breathe in and breathe out. Breathing in and breathing out. And imagining that there is a soft waterfall of sparkling white light falling on your body, coming from heaven, cascading down into the earth and through your whole body. And right now we're praying a prayer of protection. We're calling in our spirit guides. We're calling in Father and Mother God and Jesus and the Mother Mary and all of your ancestors. You can go ahead right now and call in your loved ones who have crossed over if you'd like them to join us today and help you get ready for Thanksgiving. can see them in the room that you're in. And we're gonna call in our healing angels, emerald green healing angels, surrounding the room that you're in, your house, your car, your pets, your loved ones, your job, so that you are completely protected today and for the next couple of weeks before we see each other. Now, as we look at our relationship and friendship zones today, dear God, please give us the wisdom in our own lives. Let everyone here today get a big aha moment. Open our eyes that we can see what you're showing us. Open our hearts that we can experience you and our minds that we may know your thoughts as our own. And in Jesus' name we pray, amen. Whenever you're ready, you can open your eyes. <clears throat> so welcome, Samantha, welcome, Dodie, and welcome, Jim. Our Hawaiian word of the week is helina, which means relationship. So go ahead and repeat after me, helina. Helena. Hey, Polina, that's your relationships. 
It means association, relationship, union, connection, meeting, joining, adhering, fitting. So that's what Polina is. And the way that you sign that in American Sign Language is you touch your middle finger to your thumb. You're going to connect them and then give it a shake. Polina, relationship. Polina, relationship. Okay, that's pretty good. <laughs> Today, you are going to map out your friend zone and your relationship zone. Your friend zone is where you have friends. So let's call this the safe zone. Your relationship zone is where you have family, such as your parents, your kids, sibling, siblings, your romantic partners from both the past and the future, and then your money partners, like your boss, your employees, someone you're in business with, your landlord, your tenants. So let's call this the danger zone. Why is it the danger zone? Because it's blood, sex, and money. Why is the friend zone the safe zone? Because, you know, it's sports and lunches and parties and pets, shopping. It's a walk in the park. The so friendship is walking through someone's face. You got this. And a relationship is walking through someone's fear. You got this. Like the diamond is so small, it comes with its own magnifying glass. So why are we talking about this? Because Thanksgiving's coming up, and Thanksgiving brings up all the issues. Why? Because people expect a lot from you during the holidays. And this is the one, count them, one, okay, we're done counting. It's the one time of year, if you don't step up to the plate and fulfill people's expectations of who they want you to be, uh -uh. in their mind, you've missed your one chance to fulfill all of their needs. Bam, the door is shut for the rest of the year. It opens one time a year. This is it. The pressure is on. And you may be, you maybe you're the one on the other end. You're expecting your family or your loved one to show up and your romantic partner to spend a magical Mariah Carey Christmas with you. And if they don't, that's the last straw. So this is the time of year when all of your expectations get stirred up. Just stir it up. <laughs> stir it up. And you may be thinking, well, why do I have to map out my relationship zone? I'm single and I will be for the rest of my life. Because relationships are not just limited to dating and marriage. It includes anybody that's close to you. So your kids, your parents, your siblings, your cousin. And you may say, well, I'm all alone. I like it that way. I have no expectations of anyone and no one expects anything from me. So there's no one. 
and you're like, they're gone. It doesn't affect me anymore. Oh, Riri. Because all the people that come into your life right now or in the future, eventually you're going to want some form of love or attention just to spiritually survive. You're going to want your grandkids to see you more than twice a year. You're going to want your boss to give you a raise. You're going to want an investor to see your project as something that could make an impact on the world. And that will not come to you in the friend zone. Abundance will only come to you when you dip your toe in the relationship zone. And then when you do, all your fears, stir it up, stir it up. And before it gets stirred up, let's deal with it now, before Thanksgiving, when you actually have to see some of these folks. <laughs> so, so any comments or questions before we begin? Okay, great. So. Friendship is where you're not yoked with someone else. You don't share karma. So whatever they do doesn't affect you. A relationship is where you are yoked with someone else. You share trauma. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I meant to say you share karma. Everything you do or don't do affects them. If you want anyone to do anything for you, give you a job, give you a book deal, invest in your project, share your life with you, invite you to their wedding, spend time with you, give you attention, you have to be in some sort of a relationship with them. And I'm going to differentiate between someone who's quote unquote just a friend versus a close friend who sometimes drifts into the relationship zone to be yoked with you. And then when they're done, they drift back into the friend zone. Okay. So, yes, friends can do things for you, but they do it as friends, meaning they can bow out at any time and still remain your friend. When you need to count on someone, then that someone has to be there for you if they're in a relationship with you. And you're like, well, that doesn't sound like fun. No, but it's growth. And growth is not always fun, but it is always worth it. Because you get something in the end. Friendship is fun. Yes, friendship is fun, but it's not growth. And you're not going to grow in a friendship. You're just going to have fun. And you're saying, well, that's perfect. Let's just be friends with everyone and never have relationships. But then you can't ever count on someone to be there for you. Counting on someone is like them showing up to work every day. If you want a job, you want money, 
You gotta show up consistently. You have to be counted on. That's a relationship. A job is a relationship. Relationships are work. Friends are for fun. So you choose. You choose which of your relationships are worth doing the work for and which ones are strictly for fun. No work, but also no reward. So please write this in your journal. Work equals reward. Fun equals friends. Proverbs 17, 17 says, a friend loves at all times and a brother is born for a time of adversity. What does that mean? It means exactly what I just said. A friend loves you at all times because a friend gets to walk away when it's not fun anymore. A brother has to stay even when it gets crappy. Why? Because that's a relationship. You're yoked together, even in times of trouble. Now, if you don't like being yoked together, raise your hand. Okay, you're probably someone who doesn't have a lot of relationships. Or if you do, you don't see them a lot. You get to see them a few times a year. It's coming up. Thanksgiving. So before we move on, I, I just want to welcome Theta Douglas. Welcome to our church. And um, also, do you have any comments or thoughts or questions you'd like to share with the group before we start our processo? <laughs> In terms of those relationships, like those, some people, you know, they they have a relationship with their brother or sister and then they don't talk. They just try to cut them out of their life. So they want to be friends, I guess, but they don't want to be in a relationship. Do you want to comment? Anybody yeah, good luck trying to unyoke yourself. Uh, you can do it. You can do it. Uh, any, any, the group want to speak on that? It's harder because when you are in sharing, when you're yoked and you're sharing karma, sometimes it can be from past life. So you might have to finish that. You might have to finish your homework before you get to be friends. So if you want to, I always tell married couples who want to divorce. I'm like, if you really want to divorce, make your marriage work and then divorce. Work it out first. So you don't carry your baggage. Just clean it all up and then move on. Because then you still relating to them does anybody in the group have a comment about that Catherine? do you have a comment i don't know where i fit in in this category uh, i'm friendly okay i'm caring i try to be kind but i could do without anybody <laughs> okay and so we're going to talk about this and, and you might want to map out your relationship zone with God as opposed to a child or ex-husband or whatnot. So we'll get to that, but thank you. Okay, so 
what a relationship means is different for every person. Okay, and then you all did understand the difference between friendship and relationship, right? Relationships where you're yoked with someone, it's more intimate. Okay, okay, good. So everyone has a different definition of, of what it means to be in a relationship. So let's look at Mimi. Mimi doesn't have a husband. She has children. And for Mimi, a relationship means taking care of someone's problems, nursing them through their illnesses, cleaning their house, cooking for them. To her, it means slavery. And ironically, what she wants the most is for her children to do the same for her, to take care of all her problems and pay her bills. And so here she was a slave her whole life, and now she wants her own slave. So if she was to name her relationship zone, she would call it slavery. Now, this is what all of you are going to do. In a few minutes, you are all going to name your relationship zone. So now let's look at DeAndre. So for DeAndre, a relationship means believing in each other's life goals, designing and building a beautiful home, doing couples therapy to learn more about each other. If DeAndre were to name his relationship zone, he would call it project management. It's on time, it has deliverables, and it's monitored to ensure success. Okay, so let, let's do this. Let's map out your relationship zone. And this can be a relationship with a romantic partner. It can also be your relationship with a troubled family member or someone that you're going to have to deal with during Thanksgiving. It can also be with a business partner, someone you're in business with or you want to be in business with. And tr try to have someone in mind when you do this. And it can also be God. You can, you can map out your relationship with God or with Jesus. So have someone in mind right now. So think of someone that you're in a relationship with. You're going to map out your relationship zone with them right now. Okay. So first thing you're going to do is you are going to define your relationship. What does a relationship mean to you? And remember, it can be a romantic relationship. It can be a business relationship. It can be a spiritual relationship with God. But what does that relationship mean to you? And you're going to write a bullet-pointed list of what being in a relationship means to you. And feel free while people are writing to just pipe up and ask questions or make a comment. Do you need more time? No, okay, you guys are good, okay. Catherine, you mapped out your relationship with Jesus. Can you do that? Okay. Yes, ma'am, I think I, yes, ma'am. 
Okay, so now what you're going to do is you are going to name your relationship zone. So what's it called? Is it called co-creation? La La Land? Spontaneous volcanic eruptions? True love? Swamp creature? Magic mushrooms? Alice in Wonderland? Daycare? Or my favorite, the therapy room? What is your relationship called? Go ahead and name it. Look at your list. Try to name it. Yeah. Okay, so now we're going to share if you want to. And this is also a time to troubleshoot because if you can't think of a name, the group will help you out. We'll, we'll, we'll name your relationship zone for you. <laughs> Okay, so shall we share? I'll share. My um, is called Caretaker Central. Like I'm thinking of a train station where everybody's coming in. That's the image I got. That's perfect. Grand Central Michelle, Caretaker Central. <laughs> okay, that's perfect. <clears throat> Who else wants to share? And you can type it in the chat too. I guess the name of it, and I thought of more than um, one person, and then kind of putting them all together, all those relationships, giving it a name was art, art of life. Art of life. And so zone. It, it kind of covers ups and downs, you know, the drama, you know, the fact that I do write um, screenplays and create. Um, you know, work. It's just, it's. I see the 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 art, the the art of life, and all the drama that goes on, and all the struggle. You know, the epic struggles people have, the epic struggles that the world is having, and so it's in the closest relation. It's kind of mirrored, and then it's the art of life. Mm. Beautiful, Thomas. Yeah. Um, calling it. I guess my three favorite um, love, light, and life zone. Love, light, and life zone. Yeah. The triple L's. Love, light, and okay, wonderful, beautiful. Akemi, do you want to share? Um, mine is um. So relationship zone is. More than genes or more than blood relation. Does it make mm. sense? Yeah, more <laughs> than, uh, family, more than, blood, more than genes. Yeah, I meant that's my um, husband's mom. Mm. I call her mom and then just more like a more than blood. More than blood. Kind of thing, so, yeah. yeah, that's beautiful. Sophia, you want to share your relationship zone name? It's a working name, like life raft zone. The life raft zone. That's perfect. Um, yes. And the the features. So this is with um the the older person who I've talked about before, um the woman in particular. And so the features were are emotionally intensive, um practically helpful. Well, trying to be, um affirms deep values, 
um, and like a shared identity in that way. Um, laughter and in-person time together. Mm. Yeah. The beauty and travails and intensity of rescue and trauma, shared trauma. Okay. That's beautiful. That's perfect. Um, Catherine, do you know a name for your relationship zone? Perfect, peaceful love. Yeah. Peaceful. Yeah. Perfect, peaceful love. It definitely sounds like that. Yeah. Okay. So I'll tell you um, that what you have done in the past is a good indicator of what you will do in the future. If it's a relationship, not if it's a friendship. Because unlike friendships, relationships are heavily guarded. Relationships involve blood relations, sex, and money. So you know they're bloodbath. They're danger zones. So we tend not to touch them or go near them versus friendships. We're always improving our friendships because it's a safe zone. It's safe to make changes in the friend zone. It's safe to bump it up a notch really be there for someone. It's also safe to cancel, say, hey, I can't make it today. Friend zone, you can kind of, you have that range, right? But in relationships, it's not safe to change anything. They tend to stay the same forever. What you do in romance tends to be what you do in business. And how your parents treated you tends to be how you treat others or how others treat you. And so when you decode one thing, like your relationship zone, you decode a lot of other areas of your life. The secret to your danger zone could also be the secret to your future success. So remember that. So here's Brad. Brad had a toxic marriage that ended in a quick, terrifying divorce. He named his relationship zone Nightmare. So when you get close to his relationship zone with about within about 150 yards of it, you can smell sulfur and something burning, and you already know that you probably shouldn't be there. So somebody don't want to be in a relationship. All relationships have a boundary that separates them from the friend zone. And once you cross that boundary, you're no longer a friend. You're what? You are yoked to that person, either in business, in money, in health, in romance, in family, in a cult, in a tight-knit community, a political movement or a cause, but you're yoked to the people in your relationship zone. And then there's that boundary that separates the friend zone from the relationship zone. So now let's look at these boundaries. Now, at the front entrance of Brad's relationship zone are, oops, sorry, are, um, hold on. At the front entrance of Brad's relationship zone are lava, fire, brimstone. There's a couple of demons. But if you get near this boundary, you'll get burnt. Okay, so let's look at my boundaries. If you get near the entrance of my relationship zone, which is called Koala Bear Sanctuary, it smells like peaches and roses. You can hear birds chirping, squirrels playing, dandelions are blooming. 
but wait, there's a sign. And the sign says, koala bears need your care. Entrance fee, $60 million donation. Wow, it's very inviting, but who has $60 million to save koala bears? Which tells you why I'm single, because I'm trying to raise $60 million to be in a relationship with myself so I can go save koala bears. So we all have boundaries. What's yours? So what is at the entrance of your relationship zone? And I invite you to draw a picture of it in your journal. What does it take for someone to cross your boundary and agree to be yoked with you? And go ahead and write it in your journal or draw it. Draw a picture of it in your journal. Draw the boundary between your friendship zone and your relationship zone. And as always, if you have questions while people are journaling, just unmute and begin speaking. You're doing good. Do you need more time to journal? You know what's at the entrance of your relationship zone? <laughs> Okay, so Mary asked, what is a yoke? A yoke is a wooden harness that ties two oxen together. It's like being handcuffed to someone else by your neck. So your neck is handcuffed to another person. You're yoked together. That's what a yoke is. Hmm. Okay, so let's, let's troubleshoot. Hmm. So if you have a situationship of friends with benefits, or your grandkids only visit you five times a year. They're not here to stay. They just come to visit. That's not a relationship. That's a tourist visa. It's a staycation or a vacation, but it's not permanent. Your relationship zone is like a country. It's its own nation. And people have to get past the border in order to be awarded citizenship. Just like a nation. Your relationship zone has its own set of rules and laws that all the citizens in that nation follow, which give them benefits. It keeps them accountable for bad behavior while they're in your relationship zone. So in the friend zone, you don't have any rules or laws. You don't have any responsibilities. You might, but they're all voluntary. None of them are ob obligatory. Therefore, the friend zone, it's very, very safe. I mean, there's very little risk. As a result, there's also less reward. You can take more risk in the friend zone and you can get more reward in the friend zone, but it's all voluntary. It's optional. You don't have to do anything you don't want to do in the friend zone. And therefore, the rate at which you progress or go backwards is completely up to you. There's no pressure. You can go as fast or as slow as you choose. You can change it up. You can go fast for two years. You can go slow for the next 30 years. You can, you can do a dead stop. It's self-paced. 
if it takes you 30 years to get your college degree, that's great in the friend zone. But now in the relationship zone, you have to get that college degree within four years or you don't graduate. So in the relationship zone, you have consequences because you're yoked with someone. Now, if you have a situationship, remember, that's not a relationship. That's a tourist visa where visitors to your relationship zone, they only go to the tourist attractions and the best parts of your relationship zone. They don't get to see the ugly part of being in a relationship with you, the reality. They only get to see the pretty part of being in a relationship with you, the fantasy. So I want you to notice all the people in your relationship zone, are they tourists or have they been granted citizenship? Now, even if you don't like the people who are citizens, for example, your children or your brother who you haven't talked to for 30 years, like it or not, they're still citizens. So you can boot out a tourist, but you cannot expel a citizen. So write down your journal, name who is a tourist and who has been granted citizenship in your relationship zone. So I'm going to give you an example. If you have a boss and you have to see that boss every day, you don't like that boss. You don't want to be in a relationship with that boss. That's your job. That person is in your relationship zone. They're a citizen. Because that's your job. Do you know what I mean? So you're not going to like everyone in your relationship zone, but you don't have a choice. If they've been granted citizenship, you're stuck with them. Pastor Vicky. Yeah. So, um, this last thing that you're asking us to do with the relationships on mm -hmm. and, and people that we're, we're stuck with, what, what are you asking us to do? Maybe I misunderstood. Okay, so your relationship zone is, you, is your relationship with God. Who else is in that zone? Who's in there? And I'm going to say this. It's probably people in your churches or the 150 churches that you are presiding elder of. So those are a bunch of people in your relationship zone, my friend. A whole lot of them. Yes. Okay, I want to ask you some. Are they citizens or tourists? Uh, if they come to church and leave the church, they're tourists. But if they've been in that church... 15,000 years, they're a citizen, like it or not, <laughs> they're in your relationship zone. <laughs> they are citizens, however, they're not citizens to me. Uh, because but, uh, because okay. I don't, I, I, I just go visit the church and I see them just maybe three times a year. Okay, then they're tourists. They're not citizens, but maybe, okay, but they're more, okay, I see what you mean, but they're basically tourists for the sake of this conversation. Thank you. Okay, your boundary that exists between your friend zone and your relationship zone represents the barriers to entry, to be in a relationship with you. If you do not have a barrier to entry, Anyone can be in a relationship with you. That's not a good thing. 
it's like the new world when the europeans came to america they just started killing and plundering because there was no laws so they made their own laws where the mean people slaughtered the nice people and that's what's going to happen to you you want some barrier to entry i mean look at mimi she had zero barrier to entry she became a slave and now she wants her own slave Okay, that's what happens. It's called the cycle of misery. Don't do that. Don't do that. Anybody in that situation? Oh, okay. Okay, so let's let's fix it right now. Everybody, look at your map of your relationship zone. And as an example, let's look at Brad's. Now notice Brad's barrier to entry to his relationship zone. Can't see it. it's dark, but there's a flesh-eating demon. There's an energy vampire back there on the stairs. There's a there's a medieval torture device. Okay, so so there's definitely an aesthetic, right? Kind of gothic, little emo. Okay, so now you now you look at your map, look at your relationship zone, the map you just drew. What would you add or take away as far as your barriers to entry? So, for example, like Brad, okay, so, so I mean, he, he might want to add like a throne of sorts because some people don't like relationships that are torturous. They're going to stay away from Brad, but a lot of people like Game of Thrones and it matches the decor of his relationship zone. And I'm also thinking like instead of he's got this burning pit of tar. I'm thinking maybe maybe just like an open fire where people can roast marshmallows. I'm not sure. You you do you. You do your relationship zone, what matches with you. But now that you have a chance to look at the map of your relationship zone, hopefully you can make some better choices. Okay, so let me give you another example. Let's look at mine. So remember mine, there was a peach orchard, there's bunny rabbits, and then boom, all of a sudden you're hit with the entry fee, $60 million donation. Okay, so a better idea for the entrance or the barrier of entry to my relationship zone would be like a koala bear learning center where you can pet koala bears for $12 as a museum, an educational institute, a gift shop, a cafe. So you see what I mean? Get You get the idea. Right now in your journal, remodel your boundaries and your barriers to entry to your relationship zone. What do you want to add, take away, or change about how people get into that relationship with you? Okay, good. So why do we even have to remodel our boundaries? Because who can be a citizen in your relationship zone? What does it take for someone to be in a relationship with you? For example, my relationship zone, the koala bear sanctuary, only accepts philanthropists. So if you don't have a ton of money and a ton of heart, yeah, out of there. Mimi only accepts slaves. And Brad only accepts those who are willing to spend 36,000 years proving that they are worthy. Only the strong survive, and even they die. That's who he's going to be in a relationship with, right? So right now in your journal, 
write down who gets to be a citizen in your relationship zone. So for Catherine, it's anybody in the AME church, you know, now you might want to rethink that, but that's how it is, right? For Michelle, anybody on the caretaking train, right? So you, you want to think about who gets to be a citizen in your relationship zone. While people are writing, does anyone have any comments? question yeah so you said family members are in your relationship zone like it or not but if they don't meet the barriers to entry then they don't get a passport so they're not really in your relationship zone so can you explain like how they can be in your relationship zone if they don't can't pass the barriers to entry well yeah okay so what we're trying to do inadvertently is unyoke ourselves from and revoke citizenship from some people and uh, put them in the friend zone if we can. But I want you to see how did they even get citizenship in the first place? How did that happen? Well, you have you, ha you you probably didn't have some good barriers to entry. You probably um, something about your boundaries. That's what we're trying to see. How do they even get in there in the first place? Why are they there? So, so some of them are born there because they're, you know, they can be your your brother or sister. So they're born into it. But then, you know, as you grow up, you can diverge, and then they they just it's not gonna right. They're not. They're no longer going to be, you know, pass into your barriers of entry. Okay, so we have different relationships, zones. So you have your romantic relationship zone, you have your family relationship zone, you have your business relationship zone. So if you mapped out your family relationship zone, which I do not think you did, I think you did art of life relationship zone, which is creative. If you mapped out your family relationship zone, I don't think it would be called art of life. I think it would have a different, it would be a different country with different names. And anybody who's born there is there, which probably why you haven't visited that country for a while. I don't know. But you see what I mean? We have different relationship zones with different barriers of entry. But in during Thanksgiving, y'all have to go to that one relationship zone that your family's in so uh you know you get it okay that that does clear it up any other comments i mean, thought a little bit different way yeah it's kind of similar but um in my case i put as one is like a citizenship so those people are not having the boundary I don't like to be yoked and stuff. And then another one is um, terrorist. So this cannot get into my boundary kind of thing. And then another one's a visitor. So in my case, my working relationship with my clients, um, I cannot say no to them 
because I am the responsibility of helping them. But they are the visitor at my place, healing. And after they are done, they're going back to their territory. And then I cannot have any relationship with them because that's my job. And then some of the things, probably there are other countries or other um, citizenship place. And then relationship changes. So sometimes really close. And then later, it's not. So they are leaving to other place. And then I think same thing with the family. It's kind of being born and the same and then close, but they grow up. They have different kind of um, thoughts, opinions, and then maybe they have to go to different place on their own. And we still have some connections, but it's not like in the citizenship place, like of my place kind of things. I, that's what I kind of thought about it. Right. And what you can think about is, but they're allowed citizenship. Like your clients are not. They have. They can only visit you on a tourist visa. And the conditions of the tourist visa is they're just here to heal. They're not here to destroy. Then they're gone. Versus family has citizenship, even if they haven't been in your relationship zone for a while, but they're always welcome back to be citizens. Based on the conditions of citizenship. <laughs> Any other comments? Okay. I have siblings. Okay. And I have always been the person that fixes everything. All right. Whether I like it or not. Okay. That's just the way it is. But not only with my family, with everybody that I meet. Not that... I'm looking for folks to, 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 to try to help. But my life is built up like that. Even though I have tried to, to, to get close to people and this and that and the other, and I can get close to people. I like people. I really like people. But I realize that my main purpose in life doesn't belong to me. Am I am I making sense? Um the Lord said to me a long, long, long time ago, you're gonna preach to the nations. I don't know how that looked for me, but I do know that my life is centered and it always have been. That's why in my marriage, it was difficult for me. I loved him, he loved me, but I was, I shared that with you, you all before as well. You know, I, I didn't speak up, you know, I, a lot of times he meant well, but he didn't always do well. And I thought, I was just supposed to be a, a take anything wife. So I was that way for a long time. Um, but I have come to realize that my job, my place in life is to be that 
that thing that God is, is doing in me and has always been doing in me to help everybody else. Am I making sense? You are. So what it seems like is that you have three relationship zones right now that we just named. You have your relationship zone with your family and your siblings, your church relationship zone where you do your church, your presiding elder, and then you have a relationship zone with you and God called perfect love. And it seems like you're not spending any time in this relationship zone or in this. It seems like you're spending a lot of time in this relationship zone because you're the center of this relationship zone. In your family relationship zone, you're not the center. You're just there to be a light. In your church relationship zone, you're not the center. They're the center. But in this one relationship with God, you're the center. And if you spend more time in this relationship zone, maybe it's going to be more than just you and God. Maybe there's going to be a lot of people coming across that border to get citizenship. That's what it's always been. So you're making a choice now of which relationship zone you're going to spend all your time in. Any other comments from the group? Anyone want to comment? We're talking about relationship with others, but we really haven't talked about relationship with yourself. And that's a really important piece. Because wherever you go, there you are. Um, and you're the one person that you always wake up with, no matter what. And I, I'm, I'm here in Catherine, and I think that's a, a big piece of it. It's like, how am I being in relationship? That's what I have the most most control over. And, um and then I re remember several years back getting to a point where, like, I'd go out to, like, single events or whatever, and I, I'd look and see, well, who's going to be there? And You're going to be there. <laughs> and it was, like, very subtle, but it was, like, a powerful shift. Great. So I, I'm glad you brought that up because 2024, that's all we're going to do. The, this year was abundance. Next year, we're going to do our soul print. And we're just going to focus on our relationship with ourself. And we're going to make a big, you're going to make a, a book so, of your soul print with your personal mantras and truths. And, and we'll, we're going to ease our way into that starting December. But November, let's just try to deal with family. Um, Okay, so this tells you, the today's session tells you something about who you're sitting at the Thanksgiving dinner table with. You're going to look around that table and you'll automatically know who is willing to be a citizen in your one of your relationship zones and who does not want to be anywhere near it. And then don't expect them to apply for citizenship. Keep them in the friend zone which is very boring. Sometimes it's a waste of your time because there's no growth in the friend zone unless people are very motivated. 
Otherwise, it's not as rewarding as actually sitting around a Thanksgiving table with people you can relate to. But at least now you know why they don't want to be in one of your relationship zones and you don't want to be in their relationship zone. So you just drop all your expectations of them. They can drop their expectations of you and you can have a thankful Friendsgiving in the friend zone and make all your family your friends, not expect them to act like a family. Let's go ahead and let's do our closing prayer. Go ahead and close your eyes and breathe in and breathing out. And imagine that there's a waterfall of sparkling white light falling down from heaven, the light of the Holy Spirit, anointing your soul and cleansing every cell in your body as it absorbs into your body and cascades over you. Right now you are an ocean of peace. You are sky of faith. And you are a meadow of freedom. And so shall you remain that way with all your healing angels surrounding you this whole month as you enter into the holiday season. Nothing bad can happen to you. Everything you navigate with joy, you know who you are, you know what it takes to be who you are, you won't accept anything less. People need to cross your boundary, your checkpoints to get into your relationship with you, and a lot of them don't pass. And you have so much fun relating to them in the friend zone because they never come into your relationship zone. It's so perfect. Your life is perfect. Feel God pouring in this life is perfect energy into your body. Everything that is happening to you is perfect and it will flow with your well-being. To see a river merging with your river and the rivers going into the ocean. Nothing is going wrong. It's all happening perfectly. Everything is going well. You know exactly which relationship zone you're staying in this Thanksgiving. And everything else is in the friend zone. And in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Whenever you're ready, you can open your eyes. And let's go ahead and do our round of goodbyes. Thanks, everybody, um, for showing up. And uh, this is a very interesting exercise. <laughs> I'm going to think about it some more. Thank you, Pastor Vicki, and to all the other um, parishioners that today um i'm like i'm like my friend here it was a very interesting exercise um, i'm looking forward to learning more about it thank you pastor vicky and then um oh sorry um there everybody and it was really great to be here and then uh, i learned a lot and then just think about and then looking forward to learn about myself more
uh, for next year. Thank you. Thank you, Pastor Vicki. It was a wonderful service and I enjoyed it very much. Yeah, thank you, Vicki. Thank you, everybody. Uh, intriguing topic. <laughs> All right, so Mary says bye. And um, thank you also, Kazai and Honey, who's on the list. So I'll um, goodbye, everyone. And Okay.